1: Hello everyone and welcome to Pixels, a show where we try to cover the news in video game and the video game industry from the past couple of weeks. I am Patrick and today I am a very Nordic version of Patrick because I am in Finland after a week spent in Russia. So with the adjunction of Umberto from Italy and me being French, I think this is the most international pixel show we've ever had. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Hi Patrick.
1: Hey Alberto, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm pretty good. I'm not like in uh, some crazy country. I'm just in uh, old go- Italy but, but uh, that's oh, good enough.
1: That that's that's crazy for me. It's, it's <laughs> insane. I was in Rome last year and we were eating ice cream every day. That was <laughs> like that was like uh, you know insanity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose you have been in Italy in uh, summer or spring.
1: Yeah, yeah, in June in Rome in okay, June. That's you know it was cool that you know i had heard about the ice cream in rome but i didn't i wasn't ready for you know the all of the crazy um flavors and all of the insane things it was it was really nice like you you could have they had like 30 different flavors with uh, like sneakers and candy bars and like ah
0: it was great and gracious. cheese and basil yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if if you tried the ice cream you tried the best of italy so you, you can just
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm done there's, I'm done there's with nothing Italy. left out <laughs> well you 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 were telling me that you had tasted the biting cold of finland uh yes. in uh in uh february
0: yeah exactly it was a couple of years ago for a press trip it was for a Wing, trius evolution mm-hmm. and when, when when landing there was so much snow that uh, I was thinking, oh, we will never land here. Yeah. Because usually in Italy, when we have like 10 centimeters of snow, we we, we just don't land. We we, we wait. But like with like 2 meters of snow, they just... Don't
1: care. So, okay. Yeah, my wife, who's Finnish, uh, usually laughs very loudly when in Paris we have uh, a couple of centimeters of snow and everything stops. Uh, yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we're here to talk about video games. And uh, there aren't a huge amount of enormous pieces of news today, but there are lots of small uh announcements and some some of them are somewhat important including some speculation uh, we're going to be talking about lego about nintendo about uh capcom and ultra street fighter 4 which i was looking forward to on playstation 4 and yeah and uh, a little bit of the witcher splatoon maybe uh i don't know if you've tried splatoon so- i haven't
0: no, I, I played it. Um, I didn't play the, the final version, but I played maybe uh, seven, eight hours of the preview uh, of the preview code and um, during some press trips. So yes, I, I played All it. All right.
1: So you can you can tell us a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, a kind of semi-surprise announcement of something that could be really important. Um, we heard rumors about this last week, but it was uh, confirmed yesterday. Lego is releasing a Minecraft competitor uh, called Lego Worlds, and it's a very wide open uh, open world sandbox game. Um, it's available uh, in early access on the PC for fifteen and the full release is not going to be until 2016. So they're really going the Minecraft route of trying to make the game with a lot of feedback from the community and and constructing it, (laughs) constructing it, get it? (laughs) Um, With the community's help. Uh, Minecraft is an enormous success and as we know, Mojang was bought by Microsoft a few months ago. Is this... Does this have any chance of succeeding or is it basically Minecraft has captured the market for this specific type of thing and it's, it's, uh, is it doomed?
0: Mm. Uh, um, first it was pretty much a surprise also for me So t- this morning I woke up It just popped up in my, in my Steam account So I'm pretty happy Because later today I will, I will play the game and,
1: um, yeah, Oh wait, uh, wait do, do, do you have one of those fabled uh, <laughs> press Steam accounts? <laughs> yes, that <exactly>. gets everything? <laughs> yes, exactly Oh uh, my god So okay, I have to do a small part it is. <laughs> yeah, For actually now change. changed.
0: So before it was just you wait and uh, the game just pop up. Now you, you need to, to request the game, but it's basically the same. You just press ah. a button and that's it.
1: Okay. Because, uh, um, yeah, it, it, it used to be that at the beginning of Steam, uh, they, they would distribute press accounts that would get all the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't do that anymore. They did it for a little while. But uh, in the industry, everyone knows about those, you know, very lucky early journalists that got these types of accounts. And uh, it, apparently, initially, you would just email Doug Lombardi if you were important enough and you would get an account. But now it's, it's gone. So, yeah, uh, when we. we, meet we people try to, like we try.
0: We try uh, every now and then to ask more of those accounts, but it's pretty much impossible now. So,
1: yeah. Sorry. So go ahead. You're, you you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That. So uh, as
0: you said, I think. Uh, well, I think it's pretty much impossible to just uh, replicate the, uh, the success of Minecraft because it's just too big. It's the world of Warcraft of the building uh, genre. So. I don't know, it's impossible, but I think they will be happy just to break even and make money, so I I, I think they don't need the same numbers uh, uh, Minecraft has, but at the same time, I think we'll be successful because, I mean, why not? It's Minecraft with uh with the lego name so it's a uh, i was i was checking this morning some reviews on steam and uh, it's pretty sh- should be pretty good actually so yeah i think it would be a good success but i think it will not be like uh, 20 plus millions uh, copies because that's that's just insane that's just that's just minecraft so
1: it's, you know, it's funny. Lego is taking a very interesting approach to all of their, uh, pop, you know, culture properties. We've seen the Lego movie, which surprisingly was mm-hmm. very good. I Super mean. good. Yes. Yeah. And, and it was good in a way that was very genuine. It captured what Lego meant, uh, to mm-hmm. people and to imagination. And now they're attacking the Skylanders, you know, they, they have there, there's this, Silly name for those Skylanders Amiibo, Disney Infinity uh, Types of games, it's Toys to Life, which honestly I don't really like the name, but fine, whatever It's the name, so they're, they're getting Into the Toys to Life um, Market as well, and With this, they're going, getting into the Building market, but They seem to be doing it with a very um, You know, for any Other company, I would say, well They're doing copycat thing, and they're <laughs> Just trying to do, to checkbox Uh, But for Lego, I think there is a chance that they're going to be genuine enough and really interested into the product that they're going to get something out of it. Um, I would say a counter example would be, uh, surprisingly, the way Marvel is approaching video games is very, Mm -hmm. let's do tons of crappy games and maybe one of them will be a little bit less crappy, but we'll make money in the process, so whatever. Um, Lego doesn't seem to be doing that, and all of their games have been very... Uh, fun and children can enjoy them. Adults can enjoy them, and I can absolutely see uh, parents as they do enjoy Minecraft with their kids. They could even enjoy Lego uh, even more with their kids if it's well done. So I think it might it might not be a success as Minecraft is because, as you were saying, that's kind of <laughs> impossible at this point. Much. Yeah, but could be something. Um,
0: mm, yeah, sure, sure, sure. That's uh yeah. I, I think the same thing, and uh, uh, also in regards of Dimensions, Lego Dimensions, the Skylander-like Lego yeah. game. Uh, I think uh, it will be pretty cool. So I was uh, I was a little sad to 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 know that uh, in Italy it will not uh, will not come out. Oh, it at doesn't? least not not soon.
1: Mm. Yeah, Italy is is uh, ah. the usually the second wave. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, another surprise something that we didn't really know anything about um and that popped up last uh, well yesterday i think was the nintendo direct micro it it was pretty funny it was ah oh, i can't remember his name uh nintendo of americas i think uh, uh, director of marketing um but he he did a very small nintendo direct that lasted for about 15 20 minutes uh that was following a japanese nintendo direct that was a little bit more sizable mm. um the the day before, uh, but basically it addressed those games for the West. And there were a number of, of small announcements. You know, it was... I, I think I keep saying this with the Nintendo Directs. It's so corny and so silly, it's become cute and funny by now. Um, when you have Iwata uh, uh, in front of his white background, it's just very good you know you feel like nintendo has a good heart of course it's always it's always marketing um but you feel like they have a good heart when they're doing things like that and in this one he was it was a video with uh this person uh on on a desk and having a tiny voice because it was a nintendo direct right so uh, a nintendo direct micro so it was kind of funny but um uh, are you still there Yeah, absolutely. There was a weird sound and and I wasn't sure. No, 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 I'm Uh, here. Okay. Um, Yeah, so it it was kind of cute and they announced a bunch of games. I'm going to go through them uh, rather quickly. But the first one was a new uh, Chibi Robo game and... For this one especially, my Twitter feed exploded with people saying, Oh, woohoo, a new TB Robo game. And honestly, I hadn't really ever heard of TB Robo. I think it Me was a, a GameCube, right? <laughs> okay. It was a GameCube game, I think, um, okay. from 2006 or something. And then this one is TB Robo Ziplash, which seems to be a little bit more. Um, uh, uh, action-oriented than uh, the original one, and they, they have an Amiibo with it, which, as always, you know, the Americans get crazy for this. But um, honestly, me
0: too, so... Yeah, to it, it's, it's not, it, yeah <laughs> you, you
1: haven't really heard of this either, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't care. If, if I hear a new Amiibo, I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough.
1: So, <laughs> so uh, wait, do you mean you like the Amiibos, or...?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. They're so, so good. I mean, I, I really like just the toy. Toys yeah. so good. We can talk for weeks about uh, how how helpful will be uh, to Nintendo games, but toys are just so mm-hmm. good that
1: uh, yes, I guess you're yeah you're one of those people who likes toys. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> exactly. not the only one. I, I I feel in the minority honestly, um, but yeah, and and you know the the strange thing is the 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 capacity that people have for hating on nintendo and the amiibos for their availability and i understand you know they're super difficult to get a lot of them and amazon was doing this weird crazy like half an hour uh uh portion for each new amiibo where you could order them at that point during that half hour and there was a whole night where you could do that and and still people go out and, and buy all of them but anyway i I, i've given up trying to understand the logic behind it and um and i know that you know just like i renounced my uh my my uh hate for not my hate but my disdain for uh classic nostalgia kickstarters when blood uh bloodstain came out it's Mm -hmm. still doing super well by the way it's it's above three million um I'm sure at some point someone will release a, a toy to life or something and I'll just jump in and curse the <laughs> heavens for not having them available enough. Um, then there was Dr. Mario Miracle Cure. Uh, it will be available in on June 11th, so that's really a, a very quick turnaround. It's it seemed like just the classic Dr. Mario which is a mm. Twitter uh, a Twitter <laughs> a Tetris uh copy basically. Yeah,
0: clone. Yeah, I, n- I never, I honestly, never got the, um, I don't know, the cool of uh, Dr. Mario, of Mario as a doctor, but uh, the, the puzzle game was pretty cool on the Game Boy, so hmm. w- well enough, I suppose. I, w- yeah. I will not play it, probably, but uh, June 11, maybe we will not too busy, so uh, maybe it will be the perfect game for the A3. Yeah,
1: guess, exactly. So. It's, you know, you have a long plane trip ahead of you, so maybe it can work. Maybe. There's... <laughs> I you know I kind of I'm, I miss a little bit of those games. I remember playing ah um, oh, the one on PlayStation uh, Portable on PSP uh, the musical one. Oh, God, how oh, can uh, I not remember the name? Ah. Uh, PS- Lumi-
0: Luminous?
1: Luminous. Lumines, there you go. <laughs> it was such a good game, and I I would play you know Puyo Puyo back back in the day and uh, uh, all of those games, but. Luminous was so great, and, and it was so sad because my PlayStation Portable was basically a, P, uh, a Luminous machine. That was the <laughs> only game I would play on it.
0: But you can play it on uh, Xbox, and uh, it was released in uh, many
1: versions. So yeah, no. now it's available for... for uh, and, and, you know, for all of those games, there is... At first, you think it's they're very simple and very uh, easy to, to mm. understand, but there is a point where you switch to understanding the combo system and the... The internal logic behind those games, and they usually become a lot better. And Mm. uh, so, I'm I'm sure you know, Doctor Mario is no different. Yeah, Uh, bravely default. Second layer, actually, bravely second and layer um, is the sequel to Bravely Default. And it will come, it was confirmed in North America and Europe for 2016. It's already out in, in Japan. There was very little doubt it would come out, but uh, it's good to have the confirmation. Um, and the
0: first one was just so good. I, I, I don't know if you played the first one, but I really enjoyed it.
1: I, I played it, um, actually I went to, to, I got a, a second 3DS because I got my first 3DS a couple of years ago, played the two Mario games that I wanted, and then sold it because I hadn't used it during an entire trip to, to the US. And I figured, well, if I'm not using it, then whatever. And, <laughs> And then other games came out that made me want to get to, to, play, to play them. So I bought a second 3DS. I was very ashamed, <laughs> but, you know. And, um, and then I went, I thought, you know, I'm going to buy the games that everyone raves about. And Bravely Default was among them. And I thought I'm going to get them uh, secondhand because it'd be, it's been out for a year. And it was like, you know five euros cheaper than the new version. And I went to mm-hmm. the clerk, uh, to the store clerk, and I was like, dude, what the hell? It's like five euros less, really? Or 10 euros? It was, I thought it, was be, it would be a lot less. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that the guy told me that ended up convincing me was, well, it's Bravely Default. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, <clears throat> oh, wow. Okay, well, I guess I must get it. Um, so, I played for about i don 't know five ten hours It was good mm. it was It was enjoyable um, i didn 't go to the end but mm, yeah i,
0: I think it 's one of those games that sometimes square release that uh, uh, you really think uh, okay, those are smaller games, but that 's really what I want from a new Final Fantasy game, and the uh, square keep trying to do keeps trying to do um, strange new things on Final Fantasy, sometimes maybe you just want the same old school JRPG and that's what Bravely, um, Bravely Default was, so I really enjoyed it and it was artistically, it was so good.
1: Yeah, it was it was really a, a nice, and you know, it was the job system from mm. old school. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it was Final Fantasy III uh, mm-hmm. in the West, and uh, it, it's it's really fun. It's really good. If if JRPGs are your thing, then yeah, you must play Bravely Default. It's it might even be worth getting a 3DS or a 2DS now, you know, a cheap one just to play it. It's such a good JRPG, but it's definitely very much of a JRPG. It's 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 i would only recommend it if you like that kind of uh of rpg but mm-hmm. another game which i initially skipped over almost and uh, had to come back to was little battler's experience and i i guess it comes from a um a, a cartoon which seems to be somewhat popular uh, at least in Japan I don't know if it's out in um, in Europe or the uh, US
0: I never heard it before yeah. so
1: but but you know it's such a genius take on toys and games it's sort of a robotic uh, Pokemon type thing, because the the premise of it is you're a kid, of course, and you have the, in this world, you have these battle arenas with tiny robots, which are, I guess, the, t- the size of a real toy robot, uh, about the size of an adult's hand. And those robots there are multiple types of robots multiple models and you can add little uh pieces to the robots you know there's the helmet and you can add the hand and the cannon and the Mm -hmm. thing and and they go out and live a a huge adventure and um it's it seems like the perfect marketing ploy that i would like to to be immersed in if i was a, a 10 year old kid it seems genius.
0: Yeah. Now I, I had an epiphany. Now <clears throat> it was it was announced, I, ca- I think, a couple of years ago during an Namco Bandai press strips If I if I don't remember wrong. so it, it, so it was. Yes, it, it's a mix. They also have uh, toys, and mm. but it didn't. Honestly, <laughs> I remember the early version. It, it's the same game. Maybe I'm so wrong, but uh, it wasn't too appealing. I don't know, but maybe, maybe. now it's just better.
1: So. Yeah, no, well, I, honestly, I don't know if the game is going to be any good. It's mm. just that the, the, the marketing, you know, taking the toys uh, slash games slash uh, cartoon... Mm. Uh, yeah, together. Uh, All together, it feels like the kind of thing I could completely lose myself into <laughs> as a kid, but... Um, And, you know, Nintendo does cater to kids. And if you have children, I'm guessing that uh, either you want to to show this to them and uh, they will be happy to play with their toys or you don't because you know they're going to want to buy a million of them and you're (laughs) going to be, you know, your bank account is going to be depleted very soon. Um and finally they teased again the Project Treasure, which is a Namco exclusive for the Wii U, which is a four player co op um almost zombie game. It made me think of uh Left for Dead. But mm-hmm. um it I, I I'm not sure what to think of it. It's good that they're getting Wii U exclusives, but
0: mm, I don't know. I usually I don't uh I don't know. Uh, I, I just checked the the super short uh, kind of teaser trailer they released. Yeah, and, that's uh, all they had. Yeah, exactly. It's really hard to say if good or bad. But uh, I, I, I usually don't trust too much exclusive games on on Nintendo from third parties on Nintendo home consoles because uh, I don't know. But uh, mm, and this is free to play, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there, there are a too. lot of, yeah,
1: it's, it's the kind of thing where you want it to be good, but there are some, mm. you want to like it and to be excited for it, but there are a lot of red flags. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it didn't look bad. It was Wii U level and, and it's like, uh, more realistic graphics than Nintendo games usually are. So the Wii U limitations show. Um, Exactly. So, I mean, I really like the idea of a co-op game. Uh, I love co-op more than, you know, usually for Destiny, for example, I enjoy the co-op more than the PvP and things Mm -hmm. like that. And I think there aren't enough co-op games. Um, But, yeah, it, it didn't seem like it. It didn't blow me away, let's say. Exactly. One thing that blew me away, though, was the report uh, of rumors that those are definitely rumors, but it might be that Nintendo is thinking about using Android for their uh, next gaming system as the OS. And so it, it, they're not necessarily going to be using Android, you know, stock Android. They might use Android as a... um custom right a fork of Android that they're gonna do customized uh, 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 customize to their needs uh, some people were very surprised some people were happy some people were angry uh, do you think it would be a good move for them? I don't know I, I think it's really hard
0: now to just imagine what will be I I, I really can't imagine a Nintendo phone so I, I just think maybe a good move because uh, uh maybe it will be just easier to to ask more developers to to jump on the new platform uh that being said i think will be still uh, I, I honestly don't know I just <laughs> i have no idea yeah. but um, i i think we will be some uh, some kind of exclusive platform some closed platform again not uh, not just another android uh, a phone or tablet or something like that. So I, I don't know, could be a good move because it's Android so there are there are out there are so many developers that already that already know the the system so it's I don't know, yeah. but it may, could be a good move, why not?
1: It's, I mean, yeah, it, it, for, as you were saying, I think they would do, even if they end up using Android, it's going to be a fork and it's not going to be compatible simply with every other Android device out there. Uh, I don't think they would do that. And I also think they don't necessarily need to reinvent the wheel. You know, Android is a solid OS that can be, that is very versatile. So, if they build enough on top of it that they make it into an actual Nintendo console which i don't i can't imagine they wouldn't do um i don't see it being anything but an advantage um it would also make it easier as you were saying for developers to to probably adapt their games uh to the uh the the, the Nintendo system and it might even be a positive thing for android in general because it would make another major actor using android as a basis and even though the games are not going to be compatible uh, immediately it's going to be easier you know just like um the current generation consoles using uh, uh in you know basically a pc base for mm-hmm. hardware it makes it easier mm-hmm. for developers to, for developers to adapt their games on multiple platforms um it, it's it wouldn't be uh, incoherent for Nintendo to do this with an Android uh, system and it would make it easier for them to um to to use uh, you know the the existing development and entice developers and so it's still very unconfirmed but it wouldn't surprise me and it wouldn't be a bad move in my opinion
0: yeah exactly there, there are um, many home consoles out there. Using an uh, operative system based on Unix, but this uh, this doesn't mean that uh, it's like Debian or uh, other yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Linux things. So it's just uh, no, it's just Android. But then uh, I think they will uh, they will just take their yeah. uh, their way.
1: Yeah, as we were saying, it, they don't. Not everyone needs to reinvent the wheel every mm, time yeah. they, they build a car, right? So, um, Stunfest. Do you know about this uh, this festival? It's a French thing. Have you heard no. about the Stuntfest? <laughs> no, sorry. It's, so it's a it's a small... I'm not surprised you haven't heard of it. I, I'm thinking not many um, non-French-speaking people have heard of it. Um, it started out as a very tiny uh, gathering of fighting game uh, enthusiasts in the eastern portion part of France, in mm-hmm. the city of Rennes. And uh, it evolved over the past few years up to the point where it's now become... Uh, pretty sizable uh, gaming festival it's not a a huge conference but they do have um, actually presentations and conferences and they also have a big uh, fighting game tournament Um, the the they have games like, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat, Guilty Gear, Tek- Tekken, all of the fighting game scene is represented there. And of course, the biggest um, representative of that scene is Ultra Street Fighter 4. And they had a, a finals. Uh, actually, they had Japanese players, legendary Japanese players, uh, come Daigo. to the Stunfest, mm-hmm. um, including Daigo, which I, I guess you've heard about. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, there was. A, a I wanted to mention it first of all because it's it's really a fun event and an event that is worth mentioning in in other languages as well. But especially because uh, the grand finale for Ultra Street Fighter 4 was one of those incredible moments of esports that makes you understand why esports is so much fun and just as good as any other type of sports um there was a final between um Momochi and Daigo uh Momochi, both of them are excellent Japanese street fighter players Daigo is a legendary player he is the one that you i'm guessing most of the listeners have heard about um because they've seen the uh, Evo 20 uh, 2004 moment uh evo being another very famous uh fighting game tournament and there was a moment where playing street fighter 3 uh daigo was fighting uh justin wong another very famous player and justin wong was playing chun li and uh daigo had was playing uh ryu and had only a few millimeters of life left and justin wong um Unleashed an ultra that should have killed Daigo if he had parried. If he had uh, 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 parried, not parried, but uh, defended every move, um, because of the special move taking some of your life even if you uh, if you parry them. But what he did was he actively parried every move going forward on his joystick for each of the 15 kicks that Chun-Li was, was hitting him with. So he didn't lose any life. And not only that, by the end he jumped, parried in the air, landed and uh, hit with a giant combo that killed Chun-Li. So he was going to lose. It was the round of the entire finals and he reversed the situation it was the most incredible fighting game thing you've ever seen
0: yeah yeah and uh, uh he of course had uh the, this super timing and uh kotaku published a few days ago uh, an article about uh, um street fighter Perry, talking also about this uh, this uh, specific moment so maybe if you are listeners Want to, to read this? It's very, very cool article.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really a great moment of fighting game. It's probably the most well known uh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the world. Uh, but there was a moment almost like this in the Stunfest. Not quite, but almost, because uh, Momochi had won. Um, it was a double elimination tournament, so you had to, if you won everything, you would win, but if you lost once and won everything else, um, you could uh, get to the finals, and then if you won twice in the finals, you would win. So Daigo was coming out of the losers bracket, so, and Momochi was coming of the winners bracket. So Momochi had to win one game, and Daigo had to win two games. Each game was composed of uh, three matches, and each match wa- had uh, two rounds. And so Daigo has to had to basically win all of this uh, twice. And it was he was getting uh, creamed, and and uh, at first Momochi was on a run, was on a on a uh, 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 he was getting everything right, and Daigo at some point got the fire of the dragon into him, and and he started doing things that you know he was. Uh, getting parrying everything as you should and and getting the right combos in and he won the first match of the 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 thing with a series of combos that honestly I was watching it and it, it, I was making so many Crazy noises that my wife came to see me to check up on me if I was okay. You know, at some point he was Daigo was was so much in the groove that you could see he could read his opponent like a like a Jedi master, and he he made one of those crazy combos that you you would only think of in in the perfect situation of training mode and And it was like he wouldn 't stop, and the combo lasted for maybe thirty seconds, and it was insane it was it was wonderful, so I really wanted to mention it because that stunfest moment reminded me of why esports are are so great and so exciting and I know you 're a fan of MOBAs and, and eSports yeah there. exactly,
0: and starcraft also and it's uh, yeah I, I can I can understand you because i 'm not so i really like uh, fighting games and uh, street fighter, but I'm not so much into um, fighting games, esports, but I really understand mm, your your feelings because sometimes I'm watching some uh, uh, MOBA tournament, some LOL tournament or some StarCraft tournament. Uh, It's just the same, uh, just the same feeling every, every time.
1: Uh, Well, if you're if you're interested, or if any of the listeners are interested, just uh, on it's on YouTube. I think it's the Three Hit Combo channel. Uh, Just uh, search for Stuntfest Grand Finale, uh, and you you'll find it. It's Daigo versus Mamochi, and watch the entire thing. Honestly, even if you don't understand fighting games it's worth watching it's about i don't know an hour half an hour or an hour uh with all the matches and so yeah now i spoiled to you the fact (laughs) that daigo actually ends up winning it and you know he was he was uh uh coming out of the of the losers racket and he was sort of the legendary player who his whose time has kind of passed but he comes back and actually does it it's it's incredible so Go watch it. You won't be sorry. Uh, but then you will be sorry because you're going to want to play Ultra <laughs> Street Fighter 4 and you're going to think, well, I'm going to get the ultimate version on PlayStation 4. Uh, that version just came out, uh, came out a week ago. And it's ridden with lots of horrible bugs and problems that basically make it unplayable, at least on a tournament level. Which, was... is, which is
0: pretty unbelievable if you think that it's... Uh... I don't know four five years old game I mean not the ultra version but still it's still Street Fighter 4 so uh, unbelievable I, I, I was really shocked because sometimes you read this news and uh, you you try to play the game and you, you you find out these kind of bugs and problems on games that really shouldn't have so it's I don't know.
1: It's, you know, I think it's a case of, it's, it isn't Capcom that developed it. It was a third-party developer uh, contracted by Sony directly. And it seems to be a case of a botched job. And I think Capcom isn't happy about it. And I'm not sure Sony is happy about it. But it's the kind of thing where the bugs seem so obvious and the stakes are so high because this was supposed to become the official version for the uh, Capcom Pro Tour um and for the Evo tournament and for all of them and how do you let a game come out with yeah. game breaking bugs like this there's lag on input there are invisible project uh, projectiles it's kind of incredible um but you know Capcom has said well we won't be using that version we're going to be using the Xbox 360 version now for our pro tour at least that's going to what's going to happen for the Evo 2015 um I was so excited to get it, after, especially after the Stuntfest final. I might get it anyway because I don't play at a competitive level and I think I would enjoy the game anyway, but um, it's it was very disappointing.
0: Yeah, it is. And it's really hard to understand how it's possible that uh, Capcom didn't check it, Sony didn't check it, and I don't yeah. know
1: yeah and they've been saying you know oh we're gonna have a patch maybe but you know hopefully this week the patch will be out but even the patch will it fix everything probably not um i don't know yeah it it was very disappointing and a black eye on on capcom capcom's part because ultimately it's capcom's responsibility so Mm. um yeah that was definitely a, a disappointing move um I wanted to mention the Tekken, since we're talking about uh, fighting games. I wanted to mention Tekken 7. And we've seen trailers for different characters for the past few months. And I wanted to mention the fact that those trailers really suck. You know, it's kind of... Uh, I'm a big fan of Tekken as well. Uh, if you talk about 2D, my game of choice is Street Fighter. If you talk about 3D, it's definitely Tekken. And I've had fun with Tekken for a long time, but it says, to me, it says something about the way uh, Namco or Japanese game companies in general seem to, to <clears throat> approach their development these days. The trailers for the characters for Tekken 7 are really just a series of combos with intros and outros for that character from the matches. You know, when they get introduced, they they have a few lines that they say. And that's it. And it's very, it, it's very obtuse. It's very hard for people who are not already big fans of these games to... Understand even the, the attraction for them. Yeah, to get the cool of, uh, of the game. Right. It's it's not just me, right? You 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 yeah, yeah, also and, uh, don't. It's
0: pretty. I think it's pretty surprising because Namco. It's still, I think, one of the uh, one of the few Japanese developers that understand also uh, players outside Japan. And uh, so- sometimes, uh, for example, maybe maybe they're not always great games, but the anime and manga games of Namco have good uh, kind of uh, promotional materials and trailers so it's pretty surprising that uh, a very well known kind of ip as Tekken has taken as these kind of uh, I, yeah, you say just uh, n- not so good uh, trailers
1: yeah it's very poor production value i guess maybe you know it, it's it's coming out on uh, in arcades for now and maybe they don't want to get the hype too high because it's not been announced on consoles it's going to come out for sure but it's not been announced yet so maybe this is just arcade um, trailers but still you, you they have to know that they're going to be watched globally and that everyone is going to be you know very few people are going to play the, them in in the arcades now so really this is a, a a pre prequel not a prequel but a, a pre-hype for the the uh for the console versions so anyway I just wanted to mention it because it's surprising to me. Um what was also surprising to me but in a good way was uh, Guilty Gear Guilty Gear excerpt is gonna come out in the West finally. I think I, I'm not sure it was, June it was 3rd. Uh, there you go. Um so it's tomorrow Woohoo. It's uh, tomorrow, yes. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be buying it, I think, because Gu- Guilty Gear is a <laughs> This is also published
0: don't... by Sony in Europe, so you should yeah. wait maybe a few hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but, you know, I-, I think it's developed by uh, by um, uh, Arc-, Arc Systems, so yeah, yeah. I-, I think we should be okay. I was
0: just kidding. Yeah.
1: Um, but, you know, Guilty Gear is a um, 2D fighting game which is uh, which has gorgeous HD graphics and I've always wanted to to get a little bit into it I didn't but um I want to 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 find out more about this game and especially with uh, Exord they did something really interesting in that uh they they decided to create 3D graphics for the game mm-hmm. but sort of 2Dify them as much as possible. Uh, it's cell shaded, a special kind of cell shaded 3D graphics that really look 2D and they went so far as to restrict the number of frames that would be displayed so that it would look like the quote-unquote jerky animation of 2D to to keep that very special feel of 2D and I thought that was really interesting because it gives you for the uh, intro sequences you have the 3D effects and it's full 3D models but for the fighting game itself it stays very much 2D and it's such a beautiful game Um, I want to give it a try.
0: I I played it um, a few times uh, in the arcades in Japan and uh, yeah, so did I TGS. actually. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it, it's really gorgeous uh, as you as you said and uh, uh, yeah, it's really good because uh, nowadays it's pretty hard to make a two D game with such good animations because it's really expensive. So this three uh, D solution they found it's uh, it's really good, but it's pretty hard. So it was pretty fun because at the last TGS, me and one of my colleagues. We're just um, waiting to play the game and there were so many people watching other people playing. So when we played, it was such a poor show because we didn't know anything about the games, so just trying to play. And it was the, the worst match of the day, I think, with many people laughing at us. So it was bad, but the game still, it's, it's, it's really good. So I, I really want to play it more on, on PS4.
1: Yeah it's uh, i uh, yeah it's just ps4 right I, i'm not sure it's coming no, out maybe on also xbox ps3 one. Uh, oh right not but sure. not, P- i don't think it's coming out on, uh, ah, okay. on xbox uh okay. one uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, no 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 it's PlayStation
0: uh, PlayStation exclusive right
1: yeah, that's, that's too bad. It's, it's, uh, but you know, Sony, Japanese developer, this is a very Japanese game, so. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I played it, I think, I can't remember if it was Guilty Gear or, uh, Blast Blue, which are, are you know, two sides of the same coin, uh, when I was in Japan in 2013 and I went into an arcade and got destroyed, but, it was fun anyway. And I even made a friend who was telling me which moves were good. So. <laughs> um, or maybe, you know, he was uh, telling me the wrong thing and laughing at me afterwards. That's possible too. Um, we're staying in Japan, but leaving the uh, uh, fighting game scene. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what I think is going to be the final episode in the winter drama series of Konami and their relationship with their uh, fans. Um, so you might remember that uh, last episode, we mentioned a comment by uh, Konami's CEO saying that they were focusing on mobile and that um, that probably meant that our... Um, uh, prophet, prophetic uh, announcement that Konami seemed to be getting out of the gaming market uh, actually was realized in the sense that they were getting out of the console and quote-unquote real games market, and they were just going to be doing silly mobile games from now on. Um, they came back and sent a very long and detailed explanation to Polygon, uh, trying to reach as many people as possible um of how this was actually not them giving up on consoles and PCs and they provided a full translation of the original article where that quote was uh, taken from where honestly there is a lot of pre speak of pr speak in the entire thing but it seems like some of their PR speak, is the fact that they do not want to get out of the console and PC market. There are phrases like, you know, the, the PC market is very important to us and we apologize to our fans if we gave the wrong impression uh, saying that we were, you know, focusing on on mobile. This is not the reason we're doing this. Essentially, um, what they're, they're explain, their explanation for it is the fact that they, they are changing the structure of the company, dividing basically development and management, because in the past, management and development were uh the the two roles were held by the 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 team heads and that was making it more difficult for them to evolve and innovate in their development honestly knowing with what i know of Jap- japanese uh companies and society and culture it seems to me like this wouldn't be the principal reason why they don't they can't move forward um the the reason would be their emphasis on um con- consensus which is mm. crippling for japanese companies in general and for society in general but you know maybe that can be a reason to sidestep that need for consensus it's possible um but it doesn't seem like they are i mean i don't know at this point I don't know what to think anymore. It's the kind of thing where I was thinking Konami was really good at PR for getting all the news out on the, uh, you know, the Konami slash, uh, Kojima news on Friday where people wouldn't pay as much attention in the, uh, in the consumer market. But at this point, it's like, well, they've botched everything else and we're still talking about all of this. And it's been the, the winter drama saga that I, I, it, it seems like. For communications at this point right
0: yeah that's it and uh, I don't know it's um, I think that at uh, the point uh, as the Japanese developers are it's not like important this kind of PR they just need to uh, announce and release new games, stop doing like uh, HD versions, which are perfectly okay for me, but uh, um, one day they will end uh, the the HD version. Well, then, um, then they'll
1: do 4K cool. versions. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe. But not this generation of consoles, so maybe yeah. they, they will have some, some few years of problems. I don't know, yeah. It's not... Uh, yeah, it's bad PR, but again, the the problem is not that, is that they need... A, but this is true also for Capcom, for example, that uh, a few days ago said that they will focus on the HD version of games, which is pretty crazy. Hmm. So yeah, bad PR and just... they. they they don't need to speak. They should. Uh, they should make some uh, new games and release new games, and uh, and everything will be
1: fine. Yeah, I think at this point you're you're right. It's it's been there. There's no way to make the situation better anymore. They they sort of, I mean, saying actually we were wrong uh, in in you know. The way this was interpreted, and and uh, he was talking to a uh, financial uh, publication, so it makes sense that he would say things that make financial people happy, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was saying, uh, you know, when you talk to uh, Nikkei TrendyNet, which is the the publication he was talking to, um, uh, and and again, his name is uh, Hideki Hayakawa. When when Hayakawa was talking to TrendyNet, of course, he's going to say. Mobiles, money, focus—you know. So okay, you you actually went back and clarified what it, what you wanted to say, and you said that you know the franchises are very important. You want to be more nimble and able to to develop on many different platforms, and you want to have development teams that are uh, capable of doing that. Fine, at this point, stop talking. You're nothing. You you can say is going to make anything better. Just show great, you know, trailers at E3 and then release great games. That's the only thing you can do at this point, so.
0: Yeah, the problem there is that, <clears throat> this, uh, as you said, Japanese is just avoid uh, any kind of risk. But uh, they, will, uh, they will come at the point that they will, uh, they will need to take risk if they want to stay in, uh, in the market. Yeah. At least the console and PC market.
1: Yeah, and it seems like it could, this could be that. The the reorganization of the structure of the company might be because things were just so stale that they had to shake things up in a way that, you know, was significant enough that things would would start moving around again. I, that's the positive version of, of looking at it. But, you know, one can hope. As we were saying, there's a lot of love for Konami and Konami's IPs in, uh, in older gamers. So we want to hope. Um, all right, a bunch of smaller news. Um, the Witcher 3 has been out for a couple of weeks, so I don't, I don't uh, want to spend too much time on it. But uh, we mentioned uh, last episode, I think, that um, the reviews are pretty incredible um oh, actually it came out before the reviews were available so everyone loves it uh the game seems great it's already s- the strongest contender for game of the year um do you I, you're a pc guy so this mm. one you must have dove into i imagine
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's the kind of game any pc player can can play uh can Avoid playing, uh, but mm, I, I didn't play it uh, um, for a long time actually because I didn't have time yet. But uh, I will do, and uh, my GTX uh, 980 <laughs> is, is ready. So, but I don't have the Ti yet, so I will. Well, like.
1: you, you can wait for. Uh, they just announced another one, right? They oh the, right, yeah, the Ti, yeah, the yeah, Ti yeah, was the just TV. announced, right? Um, yeah, i I've, I've been playing it too, and honestly, it gave me a a feeling i i understand it's not the same game but it gave me the feeling of skyrim in in mm. the sense that this is the kind of game that i can lose myself into you know the open world fantasy game i can just that that lives and breathes and and i can just go around and not really care about the main quest even though it's fun but just go and explore and um and, and, uh, do the side quests and they're really great. You know, the side quests are all well constructed and make sense. And, uh, I remember one of the, the quests I, I went to, a very tiny one was that old woman who wanted her frying pan and the guy who had borrowed her frying pan was in the house and, and it, it stank and he was cooking and you were like, okay, I'm gonna go get your frying pan, you silly <laughs> witch. And, <laughs> and you get in the house, and of course, it's not just about the frying pan, the guy who borrowed it is dead, and that's what was stinking, and you investigate around, and you see that the frying pan, he was using the, the suit from the pan to write letters that he couldn't send, so you can look at the letters and see what they are, and I didn't, go on on that way but i imagine it leads to something else so there aren't any silly fedex quests or you know not too many of them there are some but they they're they're so few that it's just part of a bigger whole um so yeah it's there have been some a few issues you know with controversy about the fact that the trailer wasn't Ah. as good as the one from two years ago when it was first introduced that was you know, pretty silly. Um, yeah, as usual. As usual, yeah. Uh, yes, it's not as beautiful as the the when they first saw, uh, you know, uh, produced the the initial thing two years ago. But since then, we've seen more, and it, it's just as pretty as those ones. And you know, the fa- another thing that shocked me really was open. I bought it on on PS4, and I apologize to all of my. Uh, <laughs> PC Master Race brethren, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just, I'm traveling and I have my PS4 and not my big PC, and so anyway, I'm in Finland, PS4, and I got, you know, with the game, I opened it and there was like a soundtrack, a map, a compendium, and I was like, wait, what, what, what is this? Did I get a, a collector's edition? What's happening? And and I tweeted this and people on Twitter were just saying me, well, no, nah, this is just CD project. And they love their their fans, and I I instantly fell in love with the developer, feeling, you know, there was a note thanking me for buying the game. And that's the kind of tiny thing that, you know, anyone could do, but it's just the fact that they do it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside for, for the developers, so... Um, yeah, they're
0: they, they're super good doing that. they're super good doing this stuff because uh, this uh, love they, their fan fans of course only marketing and good uh, obviously uh, good good product making but uh, they they give this idea to customers that uh, they care and they're just good and the same thing is true for DLCs and uh, new contents for free and uh, they're just smart and they, they are the same guys I mean not the same guys but the same company uh, behind uh, GOG which uh, make... Yeah good money, I suppose, with the DRM-free idea. So they are smart.
1: Yeah. And and I think, you know, I, I might be naive, but I think there is some level of love for the medium and the fans. And coming, you know, having worked at a company like Blizzard, of course, all companies in the world are here to make money. And, you know, companies like Blizzard and CD Project are no exception. But... Some companies have a certain respect, you know, even if it's not a respect for the players, there is a certain respect for the product, you know, a love Mm. for the craft. And that is something that I think we feel in the end product and even the packaging and all of this. and. It's true at Blizzard. It's true at uh, you know Valve. It's true at uh, a few companies, and CD Projekt seems to be seems to be one of them. It doesn't mean that everything is always perfect, but it means that they strive for it very um, sincerely. So there is this sincerity that you can feel at CD Projekt, at, at least in the Witcher three. So um, Nintendo is another one of those, and Splatoon yeah. is available. I, honestly, I, I can't decide if I'm excited for it or if it's just hyped because it's a Nintendo game and it would go almost unnoticed if it wasn't.
0: It's... Uh, uh, I, I, the first time I played the game, it was... Uh, oh my God, last E3? If I, I, okay, I, I think last E3. And uh, it was like, mm, okay, interesting... But then after a few more tries and a few hours, I really think I, I like the game. It's uh, it's just a Nintendo game because it's super easy to pick up and it, it, it tries to do everything to just uh, uh, to just level the skills of the player. So if you are a super good uh, FPS player, it it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it matters, of course, but it's not like playing COD. Uh, so you can still play at the same level with uh, newbies. And it's uh, it's very fun. It's uh, it's little tricky to understand, uh, as as sometimes uh, Japanese games are, because uh, they have you know these levels of uh, unlocks, new maps, new modes, uh, and uh, not everything is unlocked since the beginning. And uh, so um, it will grow in the next few weeks and months. So this is maybe little, little, not so easy to, to understand for customers, but it, it's fun. And uh, I, I don't remember how much is in uh, Italy, but I think it should be like uh, 40 euros. So it's, it's also pretty cheap.
1: Mm, it's not the classic AAA game price. Mm. Um, it's, I think they announced in the, in the Nintendo Direct Micro that they were going to, um, unlock the levels, uh, more quickly than expected. They said that they were unlocking at least some of the new modes now because, quote unquote, so many players have reached the the have completed the thing, and the thing. I think they realized it was not the great uh, a great way uh, mm-hmm. of approaching this the thing to gate the content like this. So, um, yeah, I mean, props to Nintendo for trying something new and different. Uh, I might almost be tempted to say, for once, given the fact that they, you know, it this could very easily have been super mario fes and oh, yeah. uh they went in a, a slightly different direction and uh yeah it's i'm just not sure i want to to dive into it <laughs> because you know splatoon the diving in this <laughs> funny. Um, but, sorry it took me like yeah, five seconds to get it. sorry it, it, it's usually the case with my silly jokes <laughs> but um, okay so yeah Splatoon it's doing well uh, it's 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 a great game for I think it's an FPS Again, as everything Nintendo does, it's an FPS that is fun to play with uh, kids. The problem is you can only play two-player two, p- two player co-op on the same couch. Um, and that is probably a little bit too bad. But at least, you know, you can play with your kid online and it's a safe environment as everything Nintendo does. So, uh, yeah, Splatoon could be fun. Another thing that is slightly different um in in spirit is Mad Max which is a sort of open world wasteland quest game um that I th- I think pretty much no one cared about it until Fury well, Road came, came out right <laughs> <laughs> And and Fury Road turned out to be such Uh, 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 An uh, incredible success, at least an incredible vision, that all of a sudden when Avalanche, who are the developers of uh, Just Cause, I think, Mm. um, uh, reheated the fire under Mad Max. I think it's called Savage Road. Um, They released a trailer and announced uh, the release date of September 1st. Everyone went, you know, you were walking in one direction, not even noticing that, that thing happening on the side of your peripheral vision. And all of a sudden, when it popped back up, you're like, oh, wait, what is this? Savage Road could be fun. I mean, I, I after having seen Fury Road and, and going to see it again tonight... I'm kind of excited about a Mad Max game when I wasn't at all uh, last year or the year before when it was first announced. Are, are you excited about it? Mm,
0: yeah, I, I mean, mm, I didn't, I, I never uh, saw or played the game, but my colleague my colleague did uh, just a few days ago. It was last week and uh, it was pretty happy with the game. So, yeah, I mean, Avalanche Studios know how to make uh, open world games, so... I don't know, it's still uh, a kind of a tie Well, it's not really, but uh, we can yeah, say Yeah, no, that, it, um, is, it uh, is. I mean, it yeah, is. It, it is tie-in, but um, okay. Made with, not with some uh, other tie spirit, so it should be better, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I mean, it could, could be a good game be a good game i'm only a little concerned because they are developing at the same time just cause 3 and mad max which is maybe good because they can share you know technology and that kind of stuff but at the same game they should be both pretty big games so i don't know but uh, again my colleague told me we, that is good only i said that uh, i'm trying to remember he said that the combat system is uh, batman-like Okay, and yet
1: another one of those. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, it's good, but it still has some problems with animations. But that being said, they say that uh, it has very good like uh, um, car combat scenes and uh, this kind of stuff, so it should be not too
1: bad. Yeah, they mentioned the the car combat elements, which seem to be pretty pro- uh, prominent uh, as they should be uh, in the game, and the publisher is Warner uh Warner Bros who also does you know Batman and uh, Shadow of Mordor and Mortal Kombat honestly they're they're becoming a publisher that i trust and uh, i love the Batman combat system Mad Max should have a good f- car uh combat system and i trust warner bros i'm willing to give this game a chance it's um surprising even myself but uh could be shadow of mordor really came out of left field and ended up being a great game so um yeah maybe and by the way quick side note do you know how uh, to say mad max in Russian, I was in Saint Petersburg no just a few idea. days ago. Um, it's bizumni. I think it's bizumni Bis- Max, bizumni, which sounds a little bit funny already. Especially since in French, Bisou means uh, kisses, like a cute oh, kiss. Really? So I like now to think of Mad Max as kissing Max, which <laughs> uh, is a lot cuter. I'm curious, did you change
0: the name of Mad Max in France? Because usually we, you change every, every possible name you can
1: change. Uh. <laughs> it, we, we used to. We don't do it so much anymore. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. And, and Mad Max was is still Mad Max. Okay. They, they change all the names in Canada, actually, in French, uh, in Quebec. They change everything because they have to be French. Yeah, so I would be curious to know how Mad Max is called in, in Canadian French. <laughs> If you know, please let us know in the, in the, in the comments of the show. Uh, it would be Max Le Furieux, like <laughs> Furious Max or something like that. Yeah, actually, Furious Max is... Uh, oh, or you know what? Furious Kissing Max would be the best. Maybe for the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking about... Oh, Furious. It's Furiosa. So it's kind of their their kid could mm. be called Furious Kissing Max, if well they it, there isn't even a romance in that thing, which is oh, exactly. actually a great part of the, of the movie. But um, all right, uh, XCOM Two was announced. It's coming out in November uh, to PC only. I'm not a big XCOM fan, but some of you might be.
0: Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed the the first one.
1: It's the kind of thing where I want to love. All the strategy the strategy and the strategic elements of it, and after you know ten minutes I'm like, just give me a gun and I'll shoot people
0: but- yeah but, but I don't know at the same time it was a really good kind of a reimagination of the traditional Xcom because it was <clears throat> the original one it was so hard and so hardcore that i mean nowadays with uh, i don't know it, it wasn't it, it wasn't fit for uh, some kind of uh, some types of modern players but the, the axis uh, version was i think pretty good it was easy to pick up still pretty deep and good i, I honestly like it a lot so i'm pretty happy uh, i'm not sure it will be i mean right now it's exclusively developed for pc but i think at the end of the day we will also come out for some consoles People very likely why not yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and i mean if you if you think you might like this kind of game xcom 1 is is very cheap now um so you might want to pick it up mm. and and check it out uh, it was definitely a very well reviewed game um in, when it came out so um Mobius Final Fantasy, I wanted to, to touch on this very quickly because we, I made a big deal uh, out of the, the game a few months ago. It's coming out June 4th in Japan only, uh, but I was hoping it was going to be a tr- quote-unquote AAA mobile game and it's going to be a free-to-play title. So that was a little bit disappointing. It doesn't mean it's going to be bad, um, but it gives me pause, as all free-to-play titles do. Um, it, it does seem like a very high production value Final Fantasy game on mobile. So I'm not losing hope yet, but we'll see. We'll have to see what happens when it comes out in our uh, in the West. Um, f- being free to play was a little bit of a disappointment. Um, as we were saying, the NVIDIA uh, GeForce uh, 980Ti was announced, it does wonders for VR <laughs> as we know VR. 2016 is probably going to be the year of VR. Um, would you recommend that that card to anyone, seriously? It must be like, what, five hundred, six hundred dollars?
0: Six hundred and five euros, I think it's the official price. Jeez uh yeah i think i, I mean it's a, it's a really good card and uh we we did, it was uh yesterday today yeah yesterday uh it's a really good car um there are just two two things to consider i think the first one is that amd will uh will announce new things in the next few weeks so maybe someone w- want just to wait a little bit more and uh, it's uh, as we say the pretty expensive car so if you just want to play at 1080p maybe you can just take something cheaper like a 970 but if you if you aim to 4k if you want to be vr ready whatever it means yeah it's of course a really good uh, it's a really good option because it uh, it's basically the same as in terms of um, performances with video games it is the same as a titan you know the titan x card yeah but it's much 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 cheaper so yeah it's good it's it's really high end so but probably if you want this type this type of card you already know it's for you so
1: that's true that's true i think for everyone else the uh 970 um which is the minimum requirement for uh the oculus rift by the way mm. is probably going to be the way to go and um I I'm I think I'm going to get one when I get back to, to France. You were saying they might announce things uh, in the yeah, next Yeah, AMD
0: will announce something in oh. the next few days or weeks. Okay.
1: Uh, I think the way I look at it with all these announcements is I'm hoping the 970 is going to get a little bit cheaper. So mm. we'll see um a couple of uh quick items league of legends is introducing introducing almost instant punishment for verbal harassment uh harassment so that's that's always a good thing to have hopefully the a- automated system once it gets automated will not have too many false positives but i i you know the There's something else that I want to link this to. It's Twitch uh, banning adult-only rated games uh, on streaming. In the past, they were selecting which games were okay and which games were not okay to stream. And now they're just uh, going to be banning all of the adult-only games. Um, It's not going to change much. Uh, The game um, uh, Hatred... Is it is going to be affected?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's basically in a hatred ad hoc uh, kind of uh, right new uh, decision. New law. New Twitch law.
1: Yeah. Uh, And it also allows them to not have to evaluate each game individually. This is just now the ESRB that says if this is, we uh, adhere to the ESRB standard, which, you know, I think it's fine. Some people were a little bit angry about it. I think it's, at some point, you know, video games are growing up and we have to get serious about these kinds of things. The important thing is that we don't go overboard and don't sanitize everything. And this doesn't seem like it is doing that. So,
0: yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal, honestly. I think uh hatred developers will be more than happy because uh, publicity,
1: are, so, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, the game you can't stream on Twitch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and finally, before we get into our E3 hype and a few uh, not predictions but thoughts, um, Windows 10 is going to be released on July 29. This is coming a lot sooner than I had uh, anticipated. And uh, it's going to do a few things for PC gaming um, and for Xbox, for Xbox One. Actually, actually, there's going to be uh, Xbox One to PC streaming. Um, uh, DirectX 12, which uh, once the games that are DirectX 12 uh, compatible come out, they will uh, squeeze out a lot more out of our existing systems. So the new games should have even better graphics than uh, the ones that uh, currently exist exist for the same hardware and um yeah i'm gonna wait a little bit before i update to windows 10 because i want to make sure it works with everything you know my my uh systems but but you know i'm i'm windows 10 looks like the definitive windows it's like the game of the year edition (laughs) os of the year edition it has everything you want from the previous releases right
0: yeah, they. I, I think you can you can you can guess that because they they just jumped at the nine and uh, so it ten. <laughs> that means and, it's better. And, uh, and uh, I think they just want uh, a platform to maybe change in future the kind of uh, development and releases of uh, this kind of operative system. So will be a new platform and. Honestly I'm I'm not excited because it it's hard to be excited for something like this but uh, already uh, 8.1 was pretty good so why not it's a solid operating system and doesn't have the problems used to had so why not yeah
1: yeah I'm I'm happy about it personally mm. I I'm, I'm actually I'm mm. enough of a geek and a nerd <laughs> that I'm actually excited about Windows 10 so <laughs> Um all right we'll we'll finish the episode with uh, a few thoughts about E3. There were a bunch of trailers being shown. There's Doom um being oh. uh, uh, teased, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I have huge hopes for. Um there's uh, Sony which is teasing things about uh virtual reality. There's going to be an Oculus Rift event before E3 on June 11. Um we have the Beth- Bethesda conference that is going to be probably showing uh, um, uh, ah uh, fallout 4 ah yeah, yeah. maybe even um uh, a new uh, elder scrolls title that's what i'm oh, really oh, hoping oh. for but i don't
0: know in the yeah. same year uh, the elder scrolls and fallout that, yeah I that might be
1: too hard. much yeah. um and there's the Witcher 3 now anyway so we're we're fed in You that, don't you um, don't need the new game yeah. scroll. Um, but um yeah it, there's something I think if there's one thing I'm really hoping for um it's the fact that we get a slim version of the Xbox one <laughs> uh, at the end of I'm sorry at the end of the year or even right after E3. There's a new Xbox One controller, which the only new thing is the fact that it uses a, a headphone jack instead of a proprietary jack. But that might mean that there's a whole hardware refresh coming out with a without a huge power break for the Xbox One. That, if, if there's one thing I'm hoping for at E3, it's that. Um, how likely do you think that is?
0: <laughs> very unlikely I
1: don't, very,
0: I don't know it's uh, it's possible of course after a couple of years they can they can use different kind of building process so it can get cheaper to make uh, also a, a smaller console I don't know it's possible honestly I I, I don't know how how um, how possible I think from, um, but,
1: from a marketing standpoint, it would make sense as well. It's just, you know, it's the new one, just now just break down and get it. It's the new one. You want it. You know you do. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, we know it works, this this yeah. kind of uh, of thing. So it, it will happen um, this year or next year. I don't know. But uh, uh, about T about 3 usually I'm not so hyped because after, I don't know, 8 E3, 8 E3, <laughs> something like that, it's just... Uh, Every year the same thing, but this year should be pretty good. I, I don't want to say that too loudly because maybe it will, uh, it will not be, but uh, this year should be, should be pretty cool, hopefully. So what,
1: what are you hoping for? Um, okay, first we
0: have a PC conference. <laughs> so, okay, explain Which to sounds- <laughs> me
1: why we need a PC conference. But PC is all over E3 anyway, right?
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't explain because oh, okay. we don't need <laughs> We don't need an I don't know what it means, a PC conference, but I have a, a ticket. I have an invitation for it, so I, I will probably go, me okay. or one of my colleagues. But um, I don't know. Honestly, uh, Fallout, it, it, it's enough for me. And um, Xbox and Microsoft... Uh, has to have a good uh, conference and uh, more than Sony, probably they really need uh, uh, something really good, some good announcements. And uh, I don't know, there, there are just many games that will be announced or shown. I honestly, the only game I'm not so hyped is Doom because uh, I'm not a huge fan of the last uh, ID games. But uh, apart from that, th- there will be some some good stuff.
1: So you're not hoping for incredible announcements for VR for example for Project Morpheus or
0: uh, VR it's pretty I don't know it's a, it's pretty tough kind of topic because uh, mm, yes of course uh, Sony will uh, will announce something uh, Oculus will announce something but uh, I, I, I actually now I I don't see like
1: huge
0: IPs going to VR or huge huge things because they there are just not enough uh okay there are no um, kind of vr uh hardware out there but also when next year will come out it will take time to see if uh, there will be it, it they will be a huge success or not so i don't know i think it will be um, smaller games tech demos indies and that kind of stuff but
1: Hmm. I, I have to say, I'm a little bit, uh, I, I don't think VR is going to be great this year. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting for hardware, but next year is when we're going to have mm-hmm. the, uh, even whatever gets announced in VR this year is probably going to end up being underwhelming uh, mm-hmm. because we don't know how to use the, the VR hardware anymore. We don't even know what it should be. Um, but next year could be very interesting. Um, it's, you know, I, I'm I'm not sure what to expect really. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Microsoft is going to come out with lots of uh, fun first party exclusives that are going to justify me buying an Xbox One. Uh, I I think I would do it anyway for Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is a cool exclusive already. But I want to be excited about the Xbox One, and I'm not sure that. Th- Sony has sort of said almost, well, you know, this year wasn't great for first-party exclusives. We we might get stuff next year, but not really. And and I can't be excited for Project Morpheus yet because of the reasons we were um, mentioning. So I'm going in with pretty low-ish expectations, but I want to be uh, surprised. So maybe that's a good combination. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I think, um, I don't know. Again, as um, regarding the, the VR stuff, I'm not sure, but regarding uh, games, I think it will be a good history.
1: Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, I'm probably going to be doing some live streaming for E3 with uh, Scott Johnson, uh, my good friend from the Frog Pants Network. Um, We were thinking, at least for the big day, we're going to be trying to stream. Um, I will be deep in the Finnish countryside, uh, but I will have a good internet connection, hopefully, so that should be okay. (laughs) Um, But we're going to try to stream and comment and, and make this into the fun party that we, um, we, it is for all of us video games fan and hopefully you can come along and have fun with us. It's gonna be a very long thing if we do it, um, because the, the, Conferences are spread for the. I think it's the Tuesday. um, Is it the Monday or the Tuesday? No, it's the Uh, Monday. The Monday, yeah. Yeah, with Microsoft, EA, Ubisoft, and Sony, which are the big ones. Um, On on the day before, there's Bethesda, and on the day after, there's Nintendo, Square Enix, and the fabled PC gaming conference, which is three hours long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, but we'll see. At least I think at least for the Monday, we'll do uh, a, a stream, and it might take me into the middle of the night for the Sony conference um, but we'll see and and hopefully you will be able to enjoy all of this with us um, I guess that's it, that's going to be it for the show today uh, unless, well, Need for Speed reboot I really don't think we need to, <laughs> to talk about, we'll see at E3 Destiny House of Wolves, uh, the new expansion is fun, it's more Destiny but that is not very surprising to anyone and uh, yeah, I think that's about it Thank you so much, Umberto, for being on you, with us. You're you're leaving uh, in a few days, I guess, for E3. Uh, Are you going to go for for the um, Oculus conference or just for the Bethesda one? Um, I actually
0: don't remember if we if we have been invited to to the Oculus conference, but uh, I, I honestly don't know. I will. I will. Uh, my flight will be on
1: Saturday, next Saturday. Next Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so. not
0: not this one. The other.
1: So I think you're going to miss the uh, Oculus one. Probably, on the yes, yes, because yeah. on, on the 11th, so I will miss it. Okay. So you're going to have the fun experience oh. of landing and immediately almost jumping into the, the conferences. That's going to be fun. <laughs> exactly. all right well thank you very much for being on um can you tell the good folks on the internet where they can uh, follow along and i guess you're are you the kind of person who tweets all the time about everything Uh, i I used to
0: be it's a few months i'm not doing it but uh, my again my twitter is a you underscore moyali and, uh, of course, I write for Multiplayer.it, which is not interesting if you don't speak
1: Italian. <laughs> but uh, surely for E3, you're going to start tweeting a lot again to get yeah, people excited, I, right? I, yes, I have to. So. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So, uh, u underscore Moyoli yeah, on exactly. Twitter and Multiplayer.it if you want to learn about gaming in, in, in Italian. Exactly. Thanks so much. And for me, it's not Patrick on Twitter. You can also find the show at FrenchSpin.com. And, uh, you will, we will also be there for uh, E3, as I was mentioning. Hopefully we'll have not only, uh, the streaming of everything, uh, the comments on the streaming, but also we will have a special episode with Scott, uh, after E3 is done. So you will have an, a, a giant summary of a mix between the boob show and uh, pixels and we'll do uh, the the summary so if you've missed anything uh, you can listen in one handy place to get all the news so thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you at e3 bye